Do you have a little toddler at home and you are tearing your hair out trying to find ways to keep this person busy without always resorting to screens? If so, I've got you, I totally feel it, and I am here with five ways that toddlers generally love playing independently and that you can use today to keep your little person occupied and busy without screens. You're listening to The Parenting Junkie Show, the place to go to love parenting and to parent from love. I'm your host, Avital. I'm Avital, I'm a mindful parenting coach, I'm the mother of five, and I am here every Monday helping you to love parenting and to parent from love. All right, let's get into this. Number one hack, the best way to keep toddlers occupied most of the time is through sensory play. Now, I know before you really hate me on this because you don't want more mess in your house, hear me out. There are many ways to contain the mess and make it manageable for you, but it's so worth it most of the time because it usually occupies toddlers for a longer length of time than other modalities of play. They'll play with things like Play-Doh, sand, clay, beans, rice, bubbles, shaving cream, so much longer than they would with things that don't actually get their senses, you know, fascinated with new textures. So if this is alien to you and you cannot stomach the idea of mess in the house, don't worry, I've got you. Um, there are some ways of containing this. So first of all, you can offer sensory play inside the tub or the shower, or even inside the sink. If you have a big enough kitchen sink, they can sit there and play with things like dry beans, dry grains, rice, uh, lentils, that kind of thing. You give them a few um, you know, measuring cups, uh, some spoons, and they're off to the races. Now, if you don't like the idea of kids playing with food, if that doesn't feel right, to you, then you can do this with shaving cream, with bubbles, with kinetic sand, which is a favorite of ours, with Play-Doh, with clay, or with foamy substances that abound. You could bring in snow if you have it outside, or mud, or a big pile of leaves. There are lots of different ways, but the whole point of sensory play is that it's something that you can really explore with your hands. Now, you've probably had the sensation of sitting on the beach and just letting sand run through your fingers and you know that that is a very soothing experience for most of us, right? Some of us hate sand, but for many of us, that kind of feeling, right? That kind of sensory exploration is very soothing and it is for toddlers too. And you can also do it for a really long time without even noticing. Put on some music and there you are. Now, before you think, yeah, but they're just wasting time, they're not learning anything, I want you to know that toddlers are learning so much through sensory play. Not only they're learning fine motor skills, right? How to control and manipulate their fingers to really get the effect that they want, right? To fill that cup, to pour it carefully. They're also learning things like physics, right? They're learning how much volume this particular container can contain and what happens when I pour this out and all of that kind of thing is actually really fantastic building blocks for their future academic skills. So this is by no stretch of the imagination a waste of time. It's a great pastime for your toddlers and it will keep them busy for a length of time. You can also do this by putting out a huge plastic sheet to catch 
uh, any of the debris. You can sit them in their high chair and have them play with some paints, for example. You can buy washable paints to allow them to do that on a surface that you can then wipe off. You can also have them sit in a large tray that is designed for play, or one of my favorites, which is the OT tray, which is actually designed to go under the washing machine, but I use it for sensory play with my little kids. Or you could get the IKEA table, the Flissat table that is specifically designed for this type of thing. So there are lots of options and I'm gonna link many of them below, plus a link to my favorite toddler sensory play stuff. But this is my number one uh, play approach uh, hack that will keep toddlers busy and occupy them. You can sit right there with your laptop and do the stuff you have to do while they are busy. Number two, the best way to keep toddlers occupied, many toddlers need to move a lot. And we tend to underestimate the amount of energy they need to exert on a day-to-day -day basis and throughout the day in order to be sufficiently tired at the end of the day and sleep well, but also of course to develop their gross motor skills uh, correctly and healthily. So they need a lot of movement. That's hard when you're cooped up, when you're in lockdown, when you're working from home, when they have no school, when they're at home, all of that stuff, very challenging. I totally get it. So I'm inviting you to be really creative here in trying to transform a corner of your home into a movement zone. I have a lot of videos about this and inside of Present Play, we go into this in great depth. But today, suffice to say, if you gather a bunch of pillows together in one corner, bean bags, any of your soft and fluffies, right? Um, you can even do this with your blankets or with any mats or mattresses or yoga mats that you might have. And you really just wanna set up a place where they can rough and tumble even with themselves. So if you add a bit of music and let them go at it. Now, if you wanna take this a step further and get fancy, you could install uh, swings, uh, indoor swings as we have. And I will link to my full guide on how to uh, install the swings safely and which swings I recommend. But this is an absolute game changer as movement really can uh, abound when you have swings. Or you could get things like a rye or Pickler triangle, a climbing dome, or any of the apparatus that you can hang up, like a climbing wall, uh, that will allow toddlers to get more movement. But if you are kind of at a loose end and you don't know what to do with your toddler to get them to occupy themselves more, then movement should be one of your main go-tos. All right, the next one is music. Uh, toddlers uh, famously love nursery rhymes, uh, often on loop. It can drive us a little bit crazy, but it is really, again, fantastic for their development and will keep them occupied screen free. So you could go for audiobooks if you wanna take this into that direction, but you could also just play them CDs or you know MP3s, etc., of lullabies, of toddler songs, of classical music, of pop, whatever it is that you want them to do, or have instruments that they can play with. So one of my favorites is a steel drum. I love this because it not only keeps my toddler occupied for quite a long time, but it also makes really beautiful sounds for the rest of the home, and I will link to those below as well. But any kind of rattles, shakers, rainmakers, little harpsichords or recorders, as long as it doesn't give you a headache, let them at the musical instruments, let them create their own mu music. It's likely to keep them occupied for quite a length of time. The next one is dressing up. 
Toddlers are in that developmental stage where they want to take on different roles, right? They want to be a lion or be a superhero or pretend. And having any kind of dressing up uh, gear is going to be fantastic for this. So one of the best ways you can do this rather than buying costumes is actually just to look through your wardrobe and see what things you don't mind them messing around with. Maybe you have some hats or some scarves, some of your shoes. And if you put those out in a bin or in a pile for them to explore, you'll be amazed and also it's hilarious to watch, but you'll be amazed at how deeply they can sometimes play, right? Putting a scarf on and now it's a cape and they're a superhero or wearing your hats and walking in your shoes and that kind of thing can be so much fun for little toddlers and it's very developmentally appropriate, really sparks the imagination and the imaginative play. So I love dressing up for little kids um, and for toddlers, but I uh, don't think that you need to buy dressing up costumes for this. One thing that I would recommend that you invest in if you so choose is silks, play silks. And they're just, you know, simple, colorful silks. And the reason I think these are so great is because you can become so many different things with them, right? They can be a superhero cape, but it could also be a dragon or a sling for a baby or so many different, you know, an apron, etc. Um, so they're just very open-ended and they kind of lend themselves to dressing up in more ways than just the one. The next thing I absolutely love and leave, leading on from that last point of imaginative play is any type of pretend play that copies you. So toddlers are hardwired to copy us, to do what we're doing. And that's because play is the modality that children learn the skills of their culture through. So they are literally designed to copy the types of things that we're doing. So if they see us on a computer all day, they're likely going to pretend to be on a computer, on a phone, cooking, changing a baby's diaper, driving, doing all the different things that they see their adults do and that's fantastic and so if you want to occupy your toddler a great way to do that would be to give them a few of the tools that look like yours and they should look like yours and not like toys there's been quite a lot of anecdotal research that shows that children prefer real looking objects to their toy plastic imitations. And so if you have an old phone that is not in use or an old computer or some, you know, cooking uh, apparatus from your kitchen that is safe for them to play with, uh, like a spatula and that kind of thing, those objects, household objects, real things like an old remote control. We have an old typewriter that my toddler loves playing with, even though he's never seen me on a typewriter. So those kind of real life objects that are broken or old or, or, or unbreakable, for example, will be a great way to occupy your toddler. So there you have it, five ways of occupying your toddler, five hacks to get them to play independently for a little stretch of time. And there is a very wide range of how much toddlers will play independently, right? Anywhere from two minutes to 20 minutes to two hours, depending on their temperament, but also very much depending on you, on how you respond to their play, on how you encourage it, and on the environment that you set up for them. So just a quick recap, we said do sensory play, offer sensory material, for them to explore and get messy with, movement, movement play, music play, dressing up, 
and imaginative role play, i.e. copying you. These are all fantastic ways for them to play. But if you want even more on this, then I have a childhood design guide that's going to help you transform your home into a play-inducing haven. It will tell you all about the five play zones that all kids need, or I would love all kids to have, and the only 10 toys kids need, and also the toys to get rid of. So if that sounds like something that might be helpful for you, I will put the link below. It is absolutely free. Remember, my goal here is to help you to love parenting and to parent from love. One of the primary ways I believe that we do that is getting our kids deeply immersed in imaginative play, so healthy for them and so much easier for us. Am I right? Fantastic. If this has been helpful for you, make sure to share it with someone else who you think might find it useful. Keep on loving parenting and parenting from love.